Good afternoon. I'm Carmina Constantino. Dateline Philippines begins right now. Welcome to the program. We begin in Hong Kong, a city on edge after the worst violence so far in the months of unrest. On Monday, a protester was shot by police while a man was set on fire. Hong Kong's embattled leader Carrie Lam now describing the demonstrators as a people's enemy and calling them extremely selfish. After 24 weeks of unrest, Monday showed that Hong Kong's protests have not lost their capacity for shocking violence. One protester left in a critical condition after being shot at close range amid a dramatic escalation in violence. Hong Kong police claimed the officer was acting in self-defense and that a protester had been trying to snatch his gun. A friend who visited the wounded man in hospital said he hadn't done anything and they just shot him. The 21-year-old fell just a couple of meters from a makeshift memorial to a student who died in a fall from a car park last week as protesters were being dispersed by police. That's poured more oil on Hong Kong's almost daily protests and the scenes on Monday are an escalation. It's rare for tear gas to be fired in working hours in places like the Central Business District, on streets lined with bank headquarters and top brand shops. Banks were one target of the protesters' anger on Monday. Videos circulated online also showed a man dousing petrol on another and setting him on fire. Police condemned the incident and said the victim had been in a disagreement with protesters. Hong Kong's hospital authority said a man had been admitted with severe burns. In one of her most defiant addresses to date, and just hours after the police shooting, Hong Kong's leader Carrie Lam said the violent acts of protesters should be condemned by the whole of society. The action of rioters has far exceeded the call for democracy and are now the people's enemy. China, which protesters accuse of eroding Hong Kong's freedoms, was tight-lipped over the mayhem. This is not a diplomatic affair. I suggest you to the Hong Kong and Macau office. China has a garrison of up to 12,000 troops in Hong Kong who have kept to barracks throughout the unrest. But it has vowed to crush any attempts at independence. Police said more than 120 places were either vandalized or blocked by protesters on Monday. Some 266 people have been arrested over the past week. And here at home, Vice President Lenny Robredo wants America's help as she seeks to cut off drug supply to the Philippines. But for the House Speaker, Robredo's performance in the anti-narcotics campaign has been all talk so far. Let's hear more from Adrian Ayalin. A few days after taking on the position of co-chair of the Interagency Committee on Anti-Illegal Drugs, Vice President Lenny Robredo is already being criticized by House Speaker Alan Peter Cayetano. Cayetano calls on Robredo to stop talking to reporters and instead focus on her work. I think uh, Vice President Lenny will get not only all the support, but all the credit kapag successful ito. Eh. Kasi may problema naman talagang mga kailangan ayusin sa drug war. So, yun yung konteksto nung, 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 ano, nung comment ko na from uh, Oplan Tokhang na gustong tanggalin, naging uh, all talk or naging Oplan all Tokhang. The office of the vice president says it is Cayetano who should refrain from issuing statements as conflicts within the government will only benefit drug lords. 
Robredo was actually preoccupied with meetings Monday with core members of the Community-Based Drug Rehabilitation Alliance, or COBRA, as it is supposedly estimated that 90% of the drug problem can be addressed through a grassroots approach. She also met with officials of the United Nations Office on Drugs and Crime, where best practices of Southeast Asian countries were discussed. But Robredo says cutting the supply of drugs coming into the country is her main concern, with a little help from the United States Drug Enforcement Agency. Yung USDA, and dami yung, and dami yung, yung ang lalim ng, ng resources nito. Mm. In the sense na yung sa intelligence gathering. Robredo says she will have to tap the Bureau of Customs as she focuses on big-time drug suppliers instead of small drug peddlers. Pag ang, ang, ang pinag-aksayahan natin ng panahon, yung mga small time, hmm. para maubos yung oras natin, hindi naman nagmimake ng dent. The palace for its part says it is open to proposals to stop the police's tokhang or knock-and-plead operations which has led to deaths of suspects who supposedly fought back. Sabi ni President, ibibigay niya. Kausap ko lang the other night. Sabi niya, ibibigay ko sa kanya. Bahala na siya kung ano gusto niya. Basta siya ang on top of the situation. We had a drug war which I think is very successful. no? But if there's a need to recalibrate and maybe touch a few points, study it, then we're, the, PN, the Philippine National Police is open to it. Among the changes the Vice President intends to implement is the use of body cameras by policemen during anti-drug operations. Eh, hindi to nakikita ng marami. Marami ding mga police na nakakasuhan ng walang, walang saysay. Mm -hmm. The vice president also underscored the importance of rehabilitation centers, which are supposedly being neglected. The panim paggamit ng rehab centers, kasi may mga existing din na rehab centers na ang occupancy na pakababa. So bakakabaka na pakababa kasi hindi maayos. Aside from meetings, the vice president also gave time to correct false information spreading online, such as her supposed directive to ban guns during police operations. Nasabi na naman nila, sinabi ko daw na dapat walang armas yung police. Pwede ba naman yun? Hindi naman yun pwede. The Commission on Human Rights for its part remains hopeful they will gain access to case files to assist the vice president in her anti-drug work. On Thursday, the vice president is expected to meet with the law enforcement cluster of the ICAD. Adrian Ayalin, ABS-CBN News. Philippine Senator Ronald De La Rosa believes Vice President Lenny Robredo should join police anti-drug operations to get a better picture of the war on drugs. PNP officer in charge Archie Gamboa had advised against that as it would risk Robredo's life. De La Rosa, a former police chief, agrees there's a security risk, but he says it's up to the vice president to make that decision. If you are leading the war, you are leading the war inside the air-conditioned room. If you are leading the war, you should be at the forefront of the fight para alam na alam mo yung sitwasyon. Unique kasi itong sitwasyon niya eh. Uh, ICAD, kuhan uh, siya? Co-chair. Co-chair. At the same time, kuhan siya? Vice President. So baka makompromise yung safety naman ng Vice President kung may isang bala lang dyan na pupunta sa kanya, as delikado siya. Diba? So, uh, nasa kanya niyan. Uh, nasa dibdib na niyan. Kung um, kakayaanin niya na mag-i-risk yung kanyang buhay, din sumama siya. Mm -mm. Pero, yun nga, may risk talaga. De La Rosa, meanwhile, supports Robredo's move to tap the UN Office on Drugs and Crime and the U.S. Drug Enforcement Agency.
at the macro level, may maitutulong yan. Pero dito sa baba, iba ang realities on the ground sa Pilipinas kumpara mo sa realities on the ground sa drug problem ng United States. Iba rin yung reality sa drug problem doon sa Mexico, iba rin sa Colombia. Kaya, uh, pag dito talaga sa baba, kahit na, uh, well, you need all the help you can get in order to succeed in this war on drugs. But, at the end of the day, ang success mo, nandoon pa rin sa operative sa baba kung anong diskarte na gagawin niya. Philippine House Speaker Alan Peter Cayetano vows to honor his term-sharing agreement with Marinduque Representative Lord Alan Velasco. On Monday, Velasco insists he would take over as Speaker next year. That's amid rumors Cayetano may decide to stay beyond his 15-month term due to his high performance ratings. Under the term-sharing deal, Velasco's term as Speaker will begin November next year. A lot of reporters have been asking me already, Sa akin, alam ko, tuloy pa rin. Uh, an agreement is an agreement, a gentleman's agreement is a gentleman's agreement. Wala namang usapan na ano, hindi masusunod. Eh. I mean, hindi mo maalis sa ating mga kongresista na masaya sa mga reforms, na napasay yung budget uh, within a month, na institutional yung ating unang tinignan, yung record attendance and everything. No? So, um, these were individual congressmen saying that. As for President Duterte, he's leaving it to Cayetano and Velasco if they will honor the term-sharing deal. It was Duterte himself who brokered that agreement back in July. The president, meanwhile, says he will oppose any attempt to get his daughter, Davao City Mayor Sara Duterte, to join the presidential race in 2022. This as he warned those interested in the position about how frustrating the office can be. The Philippine Senate files a resolution seeking to extend the validity of the 2019 national budget. Senate Finance Committee Chairman Sunny Angara says such a move is necessary to extend the validity of funds that are not released yet due to the delay of the passage of the 2019 budget. He also cites the election ban, which barred government from spending funds for new projects during the May polls as another reason for the extension. The 2019 budget was approved by President Duterte in April, but he vetoed the controversial multi-billion funds under Department of Public Works and Highways. 
Philippine President Rodrigo Duterte will no longer take a break, but will we, or but will be working instead in Davao City for a few days. His spokesman, Salvador Panelo, issued that statement saying the president decided to decline suggestions from friends to rest. On Monday, Panelo announced Duterte would take three days off as he was overworked and lacked sleep. But Panelo assured the public the president can keep up with the demands of his office. Before leaving for his expected trip to Davao, the president paid his respects to the late businessman John Gokongwe Jr. and Lucio Bongtan Jr. Monday night. Duterte's former aide, now Senator Bongo, says the president first visited the wake of Gokongwe at the Heritage Park in Taguig. And there he sat down with Cebu Pacific CEO Lance Gokongwe and the rest of the late tycoon's family. The president then proceeded to the wake of Bongtan, also at the Heritage Park, where he shared a few minutes with the Tan Patriarch. And that's today's online edition of Dateline Philippines. Thanks for joining us. I'm Carmina Constantino. Don't forget to like and share this video and leave your comments below.